My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. I don't really have a perfect way of describing anxiety without immediately defaulting to an artist I listen all too little of, Bruce Springsteen. In his song, I'm on Fire, he says, at night I wake up with the sheet soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. While it's not exactly the most subtle way of describing the feeling we all feel from time to time, it perfectly encompasses the way I personally feel sudden onset stress. While most listeners likely found their way to this podcast because of some sort of anxiety, or at least in search of an anxiety cure, I don't necessarily think there's one end-all be-all for anyone out there struggling with something. Someone once asked me in an interview, what makes you think people care enough about what you say enough to listen to you? While being somewhat blunt, it was the single most honest question I've ever been asked when it came to the show. I don't really remember my exact answer, and I know it wasn't a surprising or impressive one at that. Because frankly, I don't necessarily think any advice I give is something that anyone should take as the Bible. I relay my experience, sprinkled with some research, and hope it comes out in a way that helps you. And honestly, sometimes I hope it's something that can help me too. Since starting Sunday Scaries, writing has been my therapy. I do less of it these days, and I believe that's in part because it's taught me to get a stronghold on my emotions when I think I'm spiraling. The older I get, the more I get a bird's eye view of what makes me happy. I wasn't an English major. I don't read nearly enough. Nothing I do or have done has led me to believe that I have a resume worthy of considering myself to be a writer. And honestly, that doesn't really matter to me because I never started this to be something that I would put on a resume. In fact, I started it so that I could never even think about that word ever again. So far, it is working. This week, I decided to throw things to the listeners and ask what your specific anxiety antidotes are. While researching this concept, I was actually surprised to find out that I had never done it before. As the central theme of this entire podcast, it only seemed natural that this was a question I would have had answers to by now. Luckily for me, good things come to those who wait and I was presented with an overwhelming amount of responses that ranged from running, to meditation, to what one listener referred to as the three W's, whiskey, weed, and Warren Zevon. But what I found was something I already knew. There's absolutely no right answer. Instead, there were simply several categories that a lot of these cures fell into. The first category is one that I identify heavily with, productivity. Whether I'm cleaning off my coffee table or doing a load of laundry, even the smallest of tasks can make me feel like I ran a super marathon on an otherwise lazy Sunday. Josh, 24, agreed with me in saying, as a person who has some pretty bad anxiety and used to suffer from regular panic attacks, I've pretty much tried everything to help cure the high peaks of my anxiety. But I would say the one thing that's constantly helped minimize it would be cleaning. It doesn't matter if it's my apartment or just doing some deep cleaning that's been on my to-do list like detailing my car. It's something that is in the back of my mind and that I need to do, but getting it done when I have those moments seems to calm me down knowing that I have one less item to do on my to-do list and there's something calming about a clean home and a clean car that makes me take a step back. And nothing makes it better than the lighting of a scented candle to make the cleaning process complete. Once I finish that, I'm in a good enough headspace to actually take a step back and think about what's stressing me out so I can tackle it. Nate, 26, somewhat agreed. I try to cook something, anything, he said. Take the time to prep and watch something cooking, whether it's eggs or chicken. Just the simple act of taking care of myself grounds me. And Aaron, 27, echoed this in explaining, I create an easy win for myself. In this case, hang my college diplomas in my home office and cook an easy meal. Aaron continued, I feel like the small win starts a success snowball and it gives me some momentum heading into my work week. I'll probably top off the day with a good book or short story paired with one of my favorite records, some comfy sweats, and a long night of sleep. 
As for me, I've straightened enough photos of my apartment and wiped down enough countertops that I know exactly how these three feel after completing a brief task that either enhances or improves their personal panic room. Part of the reason I post photos of my dinner on Twitter every Sunday night along with my panic room is to simply tell everyone, hey, look at me. I did something productive that wasn't just ordering a pizza. While I'm not entirely sure this productivity does anything other than give me a quick fix, I like to think that several quick fixes linked together will eventually lead me to some solitude. But before we get into more cures, let's hear from this week's sponsors. This week we have a brand new sponsor that I'm thrilled to announce. Not only did I recently sign up before they hopped on board of the podcast, but my experience with them was phenomenal from start to finish. I've mentioned it before. I'm not the greatest at getting places early, especially when traveling and getting to the airport early enough to avoid that I might miss my flight anxiety. That's why I'm excited about our new sponsor, Clear. If you've recently been to an airport, stadium, or other large venue, you've probably seen them. Over Christmas when I was traveling overseas, I somehow had a few extra minutes at the airport and decided to sign up on a free trial to see what it was all about. I'd already gotten started with my application online, and the ambassador at the airport helped me finish things in less than five minutes. After that, I breezed through security and had enough time for a glass of wine near my gate, something I rarely get to enjoy unless it's during a layover. Because your fingerprints are your ID, the tap of a finger gets you to the gate earlier, which completely reduces your stress and time spent standing in line. And now, I can even use it at football games in Austin because it's not limited to just airports. Clear is the absolute best way to get through airport security. It works great with pre-check, too. Right now, listeners of the show can get their first two months of Clear for free. Go to clearme.com slash scaries and use code scaries. That's C-L-E-A-R-M-E dot com slash scaries. Code scaries for your free two months of clear. Additionally, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it rather than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. I avoid going to the dentist at all costs and would rather see if something works itself out rather than forking over hundreds to a doctor for them just to tell me that I have something stuck in my gums. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show that 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where you can chat with a licensed U.S. physician who can treat ED and, if safe and appropriate, ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there are no waiting rooms, awkward face-to-face conversations, or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash Gary's, complete an online visit, chat with a doctor, and if the doctor decides it would be safe and appropriate, they'll ship genuine medication to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go online and get checked by the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle, but with Roman, it's really simple, so take care of it. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash Gary's. That's GetRoman.com slash Gary's for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash Gary's. Every Sunday, I like to set a goal. I don't have a running list, nor do I actually call them goals when I'm in the moment, but I simply like to have one task outside of my apartment that I knock out before the sun goes down. Retail therapy was something I have my eye on for a while, only if payday is close in the rearview mirror, or, you know, maybe on the horizon too. A walk on the trail with my dog, they're few and far between, but I've yet to have one that I've disliked. Even just grocery shopping for that night at home ahead works. Obviously, I'm not alone. Michael28 explained, I found that getting outside is a cure-all. Whether it's just two minutes or 20, a walk is my go-to. Most of the time, I'll try to leave my phone at home, the office, or wherever the anxious feeling has found me, 
enjoy my surroundings. Other times, I take it as a good reason to call home and check in. I've discovered that a nice conversation with my mom about the latest recipe she's trying to conquer is a brief break from the real world. Michael also noted that anxiety is an all-weather feeling, so it may be wise to invest in an umbrella. And if I'm being honest, I think rain hurts more than it helps when the world feels a little heavy. Anjali, 27, weighed in with an activity I've heard a lot about, but I've actually never tried, hot yoga. She noted that she's never been much of a workout class person, but the offer from a friend made her decide to throw caution to the wind. While unsure at first, she's since turned a corner for the better. She wrote to me, I walked out of my first hot yoga class where the room was heated to a toasty 103 degrees, absolutely dripping in sweat, but feeling like an entirely new person. I felt as if I had sweat every bad feeling out of me and like there was a weight off my shoulders and body. After that class, I knew I had finally found my thing. That first class that was about two months ago and now I go to hot yoga at least twice a week. And she continued. During the class, I enjoy the physical and mental challenge of moving with the instructor and being told when to breathe in and breathe out while my body is still sweating everything out. As someone who can't sit still long enough to meditate, I always find I can clear my mind at the end of a class, especially when we sit in silence in the corpse pose. After every class, I feel like all the heavy weight of my anxiety is off my body and I can breathe again. Aside from the mental benefits, I have noticed significantly less tension in my shoulders and lower back, which is incredibly relieving when you sit at a desk most of the day. As for me, while sweat normally signifies that I need to get the hell out of a situation as fast as humanly possible, Anjali, however, is making me rethink things. Luckily, yoga comes in various forms, as Devin29 noted. They said, back in October, I attended my first yoga class. It was an offering through work. If you attended four out of six classes, it was free. I'm not a gym goer by any means, but I was looking for ways to better manage my stress, so I figured I'd try it. Within 10 minutes of class starting, I felt my mind go blank for the first time in years. It was this magical high that I wanted more of every week. I attended all six of the classes, researched other yoga studios in my area, and just signed up for my first gym membership yesterday. I'm not the most flexible or balanced person in my class, but I don't even feel self-conscious because my mind is so relaxed. In my case, it only takes one look at my body for someone to say, yeah, that guy probably doesn't really work out that much. That being said, I'm no stranger to the idea of a good sweat being something that makes it feel as though everything is actually going to be okay. Ryan, 23, echoed this sentiment by saying, at this point, I exclusively use running as my tool to help cope with stress. I know, I know, he joked. That is the most basic answer, but it's true. When I'm exerting myself to the point of exhaustion, I don't have time to think about the stress or jumbled thoughts in my head. All I think about is taking that next step and remembering to breathe. He even noted that it created less guilt for him to have a couple IPAs afterwards, to which I raised my glass in solidarity. Some of us, however, don't really even need to leave the house in order to find the endorphin high that clears our mind. Begrudgingly, I'm now the co-owner of a Peloton bike that I've used regularly since I got it, all of a week. While I don't want to speak on its benefits as a whole, mainly because I'm so new to it, here's someone who will. Brittany, 28, lives in Michigan where you can't bike year-round. She bought one at the beginning of this year and spoke highly of it, even touting others who've ridden alongside her. The Peloton community is a force to be reckoned with, she said. There are so many incredible stories that create motivation. Sundays with love is a new cure to my anxiety. I highly recommend taking this class and you will truly be blown away. You are capable of so much more than you think you are once you join the family. And honestly, if you follow me on Peloton at Will DeFreeze, you can see the first class I ever took, Sundays with love. It just kind of seems fitting for me. One thing I loved most about this week's responses was simply the variety of things that I never would have thought of myself. Or in other cases, there were things that I can subconsciously do to avoid stress as well. Remy, 28, said that the simple act of getting married stopped him from picking at his nails because he had a wedding ring he could fiddle with instead. Katie, 27, didn't know what to ask for this past Christmas, 
so she decided to get a weighted blanket. Austin, 23, simply scrolls through old photos of experiences shared with his best friend. And Hillary, age 29, well, she decided to do something I did three years ago, get a dog. She said, I guess having something besides yourself to worry about to take care of can be a great way to focus your attention elsewhere in a healthy and productive way. And I have to say, I enjoy that sentiment almost as much as I enjoy the name of her dog, Rosie, which is also the name of my Springer Spaniel. Sometimes, though, the solution doesn't lie in any of the above. While I've never been able to cure a bad hangover by eating or drinking anything specific, I have indulged in things in the past to ease my anxiety. Whether it be a glass of wine or a warm cup of tea, I've never strayed away from curing the stress with a little caloric intake. Jake30 emailed me that he uses a powdered root drink from Fiji called Kava. He said, The drink tastes like dirt but helps relieve anxiety and depression better than most things I've tried. It's great for insomnia and gives you a peaceful, relaxed feeling without the negative health effects. When I get anxious, I have a couple bowls of kava and my worries seem to disappear. And while I can't personally vouch for it myself, I'm not opposed to trying that. Something I can personally vouch for, however, is CBD. Max, age 29, agrees with me on this front. He takes 25 milligrams of CBD before meditating and claims that CBD combined with meditation has really changed things for him. He takes it daily and meditates for 10 to 20 minutes a day using Headspace, an app I've spoken about at length in previous episodes. And honestly, that sounds like a pretty chill sitch. Alex, age 25, agrees, saying, I take full-spectrum CBD oil once or twice a week whenever I'm feeling especially stressed or anxious, and it usually takes the edge off of my anxiety and helps me focus. And switching gears, I've had some methods that I've researched and read several times before, but I've never been able to work them in my own rotation as much as I'd like to. Noah, 22, sees a therapist regularly. Starting out, we were meeting once every two weeks and started a regimen of cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, he explained. It drastically changed my life and helped me handle, control, and understand the anxious feelings I was dealing with. These feelings have subsided a lot since they began, and even when I do feel them bubble up, I am much more equipped to handle them. Now I meet once every few months for checkups, and I'm living an entirely different life. Paula, 27, echoed this and even took it a step further. She said, My therapist recently suggested that I try journaling to help my anxiety. If I'm feeling anxious at night about something or if I wake up at 4am with my mind racing, I grab my moleskin journal and I just start writing. Sometimes it's just for a few minutes, but I've found that it puts my mind at ease to release my anxieties onto paper. And while I've never sat down and written in a journal myself, I will say that this podcast is as close as I've ever gotten to having one. And I must say, I'm glad to have all of you along for the ride. If you liked what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. You can also follow along on Twitter at SundayScaries and Instagram at Sunday.Scaries. Or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at WillDefreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.